Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we have to talk about the Viking fucking experience. It's lost in the mid-card. Welcome to our post-superstar shake-up edition of Lost in the Mid-Card. It was a shit show on Monday, not quite the shit show on Tuesday, a little better at least. Uh, We're going to talk about all the moves, uh, including some that weren't even announced on, on, on air on Tuesday. Uh, as we record literally minutes after SmackDown Live goes off the air. Uh, some interesting teams getting broken up. We'll talk about all that uh, here, including uh, the latest on uh, AEW and some headlines, including some departures from some key positions within the WWE. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday like this one is coming at you. But uh, the rest of the month is going to be a little different. Um, I'm going to be gone for a concert next week, next Tuesday. So uh, we will be back uh, at our old slot on Thursday next week. We're going to record Wednesday after NXT. So we'll be back at you next Thursday. Uh, And then uh, the end of the month, we are not sure. We may take a week off, uh, maybe recharge after the... uh, the busy WrestleMania and post shakeup season. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll, we'll keep you posted on all that. But next week's show is definitely coming at you on Thursday next week there. So also you can uh, subscribe to us on the YouTube and the links to all of that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the mid card on our pin post there. Or you can go to our pin tweet on the Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from uh, the wrestling world, including Biggie in a hospital gown, looking in agony. Poor guy. Get well soon, buddy. That was his facial expression to the re- to Biggie to Big O's entrance <laughs> announcement. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host. You just heard him. He's on the Twitter at Rob Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Doing all right. Doing um, all right. If we would have been recording this 24 hours ago, I probably wouldn't. Probably would have wanted to jump off a building. Um, you and a lot, I, you I'm and a lot of people. I, I'm in. I'm in a much better place now. Unfortunately, our other co-host is not in a better place, and it's probably going to make for a pretty funny show. So, so Matt, Matt's reveling in uh, uh, our other co-host's uh, agony. Apparently, I am not reveling in it. I feel for my friend, you asshole. You just said it. It's going to make for a good show, and you Dude, said it. And you said it in a happy tone. I have known Daryl for a long time, and I know when Daryl is in a gives no fucks mood, he's entertaining as hell. He knows that. I know that. He knows I'm not happy that he's miserable. But when he's not feeling great and he's going to be here, it's going to be it's going to be funny shit. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, just telling you. On the Twitter. Our other co-host is on the Twitter at no one like D, Mr. Daryl Bullock. Hey, Daryl, how you doing? Sup. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Sup. Well, let's start off with a happy note. Uh, AEW. 
Is it time for Tuesday Night Dynamite yet, guys? It needs to hurry up with the bullshit that we saw yesterday, and I still wasn't happy about today. Uh, Cody talking to Glacier. We all remember Glacier from the, the WCW days. Uh, long, long-time friend of the Rhodes family. He's going to be in the over-budget Battle Royale uh, at, at Double or Nothing. Uh, and uh, you know, Glacier's been around for a while, so Cody looks to him for some advice on uh, Chris Jericho as well. And, and he suggested that Jericho come into the office and talk. I bet that will end well, won't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to well at all. We're going to have our first in-office fight uh, brawl in the office here. Uh, oh, Glacier. I mean, how, how, he wasn't really even in WCW that Or was he in WCW that long? I didn't think he was, was he? He was there long a enough. A few he's years. Been half, yeah, he's he? been half his career doing vignettes before he actually started. Ouch. <laughs> the old Mortal Kombat gimmick. Fake-ass Sub-Zero. Sub, Sub-Zero. It's pretty co- pretty good though. Good friends with the roads, so you know, you know it'll be cool to see him uh, mix it up with the uh, with the younger kids in the over budget battle royal. Uh, we got to know a little more about Smiley Kylie Ray uh, as she prepares for her triple threat match with uh, uh, with Nyla Rose and Doctor Britt Baker at Double or Nothing. Shit, guys, we're almost a month away, aren't we? Yeah are they are they, are they saying anything about how they want to broadcast it for folks watching? Uh, they still have not officially announced that yet. I would not be surprised Honor Club? if Double or Nothing ends up on TNT. Honor Club? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, JB. <laughs> oh, dude, you're gonna laugh at this. I got an email for uh, I got an email for uh, uh, first chance tickets for for being an Honor Club member today. <laughs> yeah, I got one too. They, they're they're fucking stupid. Uh, first chance tickets to what? Uh, some event. I don't know. I, I deleted it. I don't even remember what it was, but I got the exact same email. I, I deleted it too. Um, Michael's reading uh, the uh, the children's book that that Cody wrote, and uh, I guess Cody is uh, sending him, him him off on an adventure in the middle of nowhere, uh, maybe to parts unknown. Not sure where 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 they're sending him off to, but uh, uh they talk a little bit about the book. That's uh, it, uh, not yet released yet, right? They're taking pre-orders now. Okay. So they talk with uh, a, a little bit with uh, the people behind the scenes uh, that helped make the book come to life and such, and uh, some pretty cool stuff there. And and uh, the title is, of course, Cody, the Elite Team, Cody, Heart of the Mountain, uh, coming out soon. Uh, they also take a look at a, a look at Nyla Rose ahead of the uh, Triple Threat match as she talks about how she's going to destroy the other two ladies. You got almost, you almost got, almost, you almost got to think Britt's going to win that, don't you? Because don't you think you got to kind of give the edge to her to kind of be one of the leaders of the division to kick things off with that company? Don't you feel? Mm, it can go either way because I mean, if you do Nyla, it's just showing that you have faith in a young up and coming, up and coming talent, dominant heel. Yeah. I, I feel Britt's the most marketable of the three. I think she's going to get the win to start things off. Uh, we asked the question, where is Darby Allen going after I announced on uh, Lost the Midcard last week that he is leaving Evolve? We didn't wait too long for the answer. Uh, uh, he, he he got called pretty quickly by uh, by AEW. And, I think there's a reason he quit Evolve when he did. I don't <laughs> think there I, I, I think the job was already give, given before he be led gave to A's notice. B, yes. B led to A, A didn't lead to B. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Spellbound is the name of Being the Elite, episode 147. We kick it off with Cody talking to uh, the, the gentleman, the, the, one of the guys that cut a librarian promo. Uh, his name, thanks to uh, Matt doing a little research for Fan Sided, uh, Ricky Perello. Um, Thank you. He did. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you, JB. You actually looked at my article. You did. You got it, man. Uh, and uh, he kind of cut like, if you remember, he cut kind of like. I guess you could maybe compare him to kind of like a, a the Cactus Jack, little maniacal librarian. You would say, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Cody uh, offered him a million dollar contract. Oh, but Cody, Cody. <laughs> oh, Mike. Mike shows up and goes, Cody. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Oh, okay, okay. So as soon as Mike walks away, uh, all right, tier one, million five. <laughs> but uh, uh, Scorpio Sky heard that and goes, what are you doing, man? And uh, Cody calms down Scorpio, but then he goes, tier one, two million dollars. And uh, Kaz walks in. What the fuck are you doing, Cody? That's, 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 that's CD money right there, man. <laughs> oh, Cody. He's blowing the he's between him and Kenny they're blowing the budget aren't they? Well, uh, at least they're trying to. Uh, I I loved Kaz in this segment, uh, uh, giving him a twenty dollar bill and saying this is the closest to two million you're ever going to get, and then takes the twenty before he walks off. <laughs> oh man, do you think this guy is the librarian? Is did they anoint him the librarian or you know? I'm not even sure. No, dude. What? Did you watch the entire episode? Yeah. Then you know who the librarian is. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, but uh, there's two. Come on, JB. Yeah, but there. That's no. There is no but. It's very obvious. We know that the librarian is that's, the guy at the end of the video. That's, yeah, but that's another VP saying it. We got a whole bunch of VPs in this pot, guys. We're gonna probably have a bunch of. We're gonna probably have like six librarians. Each VP's bringing a librarian to the company. Yeah, let's let's not say we did. Because you notice, I mean, you know, we're, we got a couple of different VPs saying this. So, you know, Cody's got this librarian, and and uh, Nick has got this other one with talking. Talk, or Matt was talking with CD, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, so uh, that was the open of uh, being the elite, and we uh, uh, after the open after the graphics. Uh, we're at the Bucks' home where they talk about uh, one of the new signees to uh, to the AEW family, uh, none other than uh, than Sima, who is uh, from, is he PWG? Is that right? Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate, thank you. Uh, he helped the Bucks basically with their first big break. And so the Bucks kind of wanted to return the favor and uh, bring him along for the ride. And So that's a pretty cool story, isn't it, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like right? the, I like the fact that they're taking care of their friends. I think it's cool. Is that right, Sema? What's she supposed to do? Am I saying that right, Sema? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Sema. Yeah, you got it. Okay. The non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's Zima. That that and that's alcoholic. It's just the uh, uh, yeah yeah whatever. Uh, SoCal Uncensored. Uh, they are really have gone Hollywood. Uh, uh, Five hundred dollars for a T-shirt, something like that. Thousand dollars <laughs> for autographs. I don't even want to know how much their cigars are. Uh, twenty-five. You get a set for probably like one fifty. We got a cameo from Shark Boy. Those guys have changed. 
And then uh, everybody and their dog asking uh, Joey Ryan where the blonde girl is. I like the I beat up Joey Ryan shirt. Is that that's an official elite shirt? Yeah, I guess it's on Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> uh, we got all sorts of people. Uh, D'Lo Brown, Mick Foley, Tennille Dashwood. All wondering where, where the blonde girl is. I like how they panned in on Mick Foley's autograph prices before they panned in on his face. <laughs> Was that on purpose? Hey, Rosemary. I like I like Rosemary. She's cool. She's wondering where the where the blonde girl is too. Uh we're back uh back in Nashville where we uh kick things off. Uh Cody gives the uh the uh, pre sale code for the uh the Jacksonville show, is that correct, Matt? Yeah, for our fight for the fall and mm-hmm. which is uh let me get it here for you. AEW fight. Are those pre sales out now? Is it, is it? Uh, Thursday. Okay. Uh, MGF being a dick, just as only as he can, you know. Uh, Sammy G came up and you know was wondering why Cody hates him, and MGF gave him a hug and put a kick me sign on him. And uh, Darby Allen makes his uh, being the elite debut, and uh, I don't think MJF was happy to see him, was he? He wanted no parts of him. New. That might be. A, you think that might be a, a, a double or nothing match? Maybe. Hmm? Maybe. Or maybe a fight for the fallen match. Hmm? Maybe. I mean, they look. They've got plenty of. They've got plenty of shows to book. Plenty of matches. So. <laughs> and uh, he tried to put a uh, kick me sign on Darby, but he wasn't buying it. Uh, he was apparently hungry though, and ate, ate the sign. <laughs> Um. Then next up is uh, CD sitting with Matt, kind of wondering, you know, what's what you are right, at Matt? Because you know Matt's he's, he's stressing out. Uh, you know, you know why Matt's About stressing everything. Out. Matt's stressing out over Michael Nakazawa. Michael Nakazawa is that guy. Yeah, he, he's he's stressing out. So uh, uh, they they start complaining. And uh, that's when uh, Peter Avalon shows up and uh, says that uh, the guys are being too loud and shushes them. And that's where uh, Daniels and Matt go, oh. And this music kicks in and a little trippy scene where like, like the light bulbs basically go off. Uh, so they have found their librarian. Cody thinks he's found his librarian. I bet you next week Kenny finds his librarian. I really hope not. We don't need a librarian battle royal. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh my god! I do like I do like Peter Avalon as the librarian better than the 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 crazy guy though. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Peter Avalon's awesome. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty cool sequence though with uh, uh, with uh, CD and Matt though with the the music playing though. Uh, we got ourselves a fake ending. Nope, it ain't over yet. Uh, the Bucks are discussing uh, tag teams and wondering if they uh, should bring these guys in. Uh, they don't say who they're talking about, but uh, uh, as uh, you know, as in uh, anything AEW, there's always a tease. And uh, of course, Nick puts his phone down. Still, video still playing, and camera pans down for just a split second. And astute people caught on that it was the Super Smash Brothers from PWG. 
So uh, I'm, I'm guessing they're coming to AEW. I mean, why would they? Why would they do this? Right, right, guys. It's only fair. yeah. They're they're obviously coming in. Uh, so that was, it was a pretty fun episode of, of being the elite. Um, I didn't realize this this librarian thing was going to go this far, but. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, CM, maybe Kenny Omega gets CM Punk to be the librarian, and and he wins the battle royal. Just stop it! <laughs> Just stop it! My God! He broke his book in half. Uh, Mid South Wrestling fans, mid eighties. Uh, there's going to be a lot more uh, Mid South added to the WWE Network here pretty soon as we jump into some headlines. Uh, WWE Network News is reporting that episodes from 1984 and 85 will be part of April's classic content on the network. Uh, no word yet on how many episodes will be added. And uh, word is, though, it'll be slightly more than the 20 episodes of Thunder that were added for March. And in case you don't already know, Becky Two Belts shirts are on WWE Shop because Vince hates the word belts, but if it makes money... I don't care about that, pal. Um, Mike Johnson, PW Insider, says there's belief among those that they have spoken to that Impact will pursue a breach of contract claim against Eli Drake, preventing him to sign elsewhere contractually until the situation is resolved. Of course, his uh, uh, contract was terminated on April 7th, just a few weeks before it was set to expire at the end of May, upset over public comments he had made about the company after his refusal to face Tessa Blanchard at their last special. So, uh, yeah, that's very impact of them, right, guys? Uh. Uh, Paige is being transitioned into a new role as a manager, debuting a new team on SmackDown Live tonight, which we learned uh, is going to be uh, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. We'll get into that a little later on as we hit, uh, as we hit SmackDown. Um, there is also talk of Beth Phoenix doing more wrestling going forward, including the upcoming European tour. But of course, she was not on television this week. Interviewer Dasha Fuentes. Look, also- uh, look, I'm just gonna say on that right now. Fuck that Raw Women's Division needs Beth Phoenix now more than ever. You mean no shit, right? So they better just start throwing somebody at Beth and getting her. Full time on that raw brand because that raw brand needs some help now. Well, she did say that uh, that that entrance at WrestleMania 35 was one of the greatest moments of her life. So maybe it maybe that kickstarts it. Uh, Dasha Fuentes uh, was released by the WWE this past Thursday. Uh, it was um, not a case of Dasha requesting a release. It was the company's decision to let her go. Uh, she's been replaced on the raw brand by Sarah Sh- Sarah Schreiber. That's a hard one to say. Uh, pro wrestling sheet first to break the news on the uh, the, the departure of Dasha. Uh, on today's edition of the Wendy, or on uh, a recent edition of the Wendy Williams show, Wendy Williams updated uh, on WWE Sasha Banks canceling at the last minute. Said Banks had a family emergency, wished her and her family well. So apparently, things between the two sides there have possibly been smoothed over. Uh, a lot better than last week when we when we reported that uh, uh, that she'll never be on the show again. <clears throat> uh, 
According to Mike Johnson, PW Insider, AJ Styles' injury issues have been confirmed to be hip issues by several WWE sources. Uh, Styles suffered the injury while hitting the phenomenal forearm to the outside on Randy Orton. Uh, he was sent home on, on Monday, diagnosed yesterday, but he, he showed up on uh, Monday Night Raw and looked uh, looked pretty pretty okay on Monday, didn't he, guys? Did some DDP yoga. True. Bang. Uh, we already talked about that story about WrestleMania 35 and what time the matches were changed for Seth Rollins. Uh, Miz and Miz and Mrs. Um, for uh, got themselves uh, still staying right about a million in viewers. Uh, kind of down from the first season. Not sure why. You've been watching it, right, Matt? Still pretty well, good. Miss and misses. Yeah, that's still pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. The only thing that sucks about it is it's it it's on when we're just sitting down to record, so mm-hmm. you know I, I don't get to see as much of it as I would like. But what I've seen of it, I love it just as much as season one. It's, it's funny shit. Last week's SmackDown, it's probably the best reality show on television. Better than Total Divas. <laughs> duh. Better than Total Bellas. <laughs> Double duh. Uh, dummy. Yeah. Uh, last week's edition of SmackDown Live. You had can't a, do that. You can't do that again until until Eli has a job. Let me tell you something, dummy. I don't care what that owl thinks. Watch dummy. Impact, yeah. Impact. So they got the creative rights to fucking dummy. Yeah. I doubt it. Ed's not Fuck that smart. sticks. Ed's not that smart. I think uh, uh, actually, uh, uh. Eli's been doing that before Impact. He's been doing that for a long, uh, long time on the Indies. That that gimmick. So it's it's not copywritten by Impact. Uh, last week's SmackDown, which was the SmackDown after Mania, did not really see a, a much viewership increase. Only barely over two point two million. Uh, I think we might have mentioned this on the show uh, last week, but. Uh, it was also reported here uh, uh, late last week that WWE testing new tech at the NXT tapings where fans in the audience can listen to the commentary live in the building. Um, that was done for a select group in the audience. And uh, uh, they had Velveteen Dream versus Buddy Murphy for the North American Championship and Shanna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. If Sane loses, she never gets a championship match again. Well, geez, wonder what happened there. What do you guys think about that, having commentary while you're there? Well, I do know for a fact that some people don't like to go to live events because they think that the the commentary, you know, makes it. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll be awesome. I mean, me and Matt discussed it like two weeks ago. Um, I think what, you, what did you say, Matt? They had it like at 29? Uh, like WrestleMania 28 in yeah. Miami. Um, I bought this little radio headset i actually still have it, it had like oh. the wwe logo on it whatever and, and i sat there in miami and listened to the commentary for wrestlemania 28 while i enjoyed the show That's cool. i i actually really like it my only worry about that is if everybody in the arena has one of those on you might end up with a dead crowd yeah because everybody's just sitting there in silence trying to listen to the commentary yeah. there's positives and negatives to it i don't i don't know how it would go over long term but me personally i'm a fan of it i i like it I, I don't know i mean like if you think about it if somebody does a move or somebody you still listen to the commentary it's just like if me and you met are watching it at my house and something happens we're still listening to commentary but we're still yelling 
So that's I mean, true, but it's, we're it's not natural... we're not we're not chanting though. True, very true. I mean, <laughs> we, 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 like... we did we had no chance at the G One Supercar. That's true. It would have been funny if we started a chant though. <laughs> Two man chant. I'd have been there for it. Yeah. Dude, uh... <laughs> few days ago a, a a major bombshell dropped on the wwe where road dog jesse james stepped down as the code lead writer for smackdown um he reached a breaking point when finally vince uh, with vince mcmahon changing making changes to his script on smackdown and decided to step down uh there's no confirmation if he's transitioning to another position within wwe or leaving the company altogether I don't know if we've even heard an update on that, Matt. View negative. I figured he was just on his way out the door and going to go join Billy. Yeah, New Age Outlaws. Uh, you know, and be on the creative for AEW. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Overage Outlaws now. Well, they they wouldn't be wrestling. Well, they might wrestle everyone. They'll be on the Over Budget Battle Raw maybe, or uh, but no, they would be more behind the scenes, obviously. But. uh yeah, I mean, Road Dog overall did a pretty good job of SmackDown. Now let's see what. Let's hope hope whoever takes over does not fuck it up because SmackDown was pretty good. Also, uh, creative team member Robert Evans was let go by WWE over WrestleMania week. Um, he was let go at the Hall of Fame ceremony after a speech he produced featured a mention of Vince McMahon. Bitch. Vince strongly has stressed over the years he does not want to be mentioned or praised during the Hall of Fame ceremony. To the point where it's become a running joke, and uh, Bret Hart had mentioned his name, so the guy that produced the segment got fired. Man, how does he even have control over what the guy says? How so? do you tell? How do you tell Bret Hart? No, you can't say. Yeah, that. agreed. And even look, let's say they had a layout of how they were going to go. Bret gets attacked, forgets what he was going to say, and just tells another story that happened to involve Vince. You know, know, just it's so fucking stupid. Vince is such a fucking baby, don't, fucking don't, seventy year old baby. Please don't get me started. I'm not oh, ready. Oh, well, well, you're gonna get started on Raw, pal. <sighs> I can't wait to hear you rant about Vince. I wish I had some fucking popcorn down here and shit. Oh, oh I have puffcorn down here. That's all. Oh shit, I'm gonna be eating puffcorn. <laughs> When Daryl cuts his <laughs> promo, I'm getting, like just imagine the Big E gif of him eating the popcorn. That's going to be me eating the puff corn. Well, Daryl cuts that promo. I'm grabbing the bag right now. Go, you know, got, got, got the bag. You can hear it right there. Darryl. I got my bag. It's ready. Oh, boy. Don't make me laugh. Daryl, I'm, Daryl, I'm, I'm excited. Daryl's cocking the fist for the Superman punch. You know, Pretty much. Uh, entertainment outlet The Wrap is reporting that All Elite Wrestling is in advanced talks with Warner Media, the uh, new company that was formed after AT&T merged with Time Warner uh, for AEW to bring in their weekly TV series. Once the deal is consummated, they'll likely land on TNT. Uh, of course, TNT home of Nitro from 95 to 2001. And... The rest of the stuff uh, in the article, you already know, because we cover uh, we cover AEW pretty well here on the show. So, uh, Damn most of that's, right. Most of that stuff you already do anyways. We uh, told y'all months ago yeah. that AEW was going to Turner. If you've been listening to Lost in the Mid-Card, this was not new news to you, and that's what we like to give to you guys, the fans. We keep you in the loop. Word. 
That's what we do. A lot of people, it's good shit. A lot of people were worried about Sasha Banks. Kalisto uh, uh, posted on Instagram uh, him and his significant other, along with Mikazi and Sasha, down in the Dominican Republic, saying that she's fine, everybody's fine, and uh, there you go. Of course, Sasha did not appear on uh, television this week, so probably getting a little time off. Uh, no word on what the emergency was. No, we don't really need to know either. So, uh, as you, if you watch SmackDown on uh, this week, you know that uh, Biggie has uh, gone down with an injury. Torn meniscus is the issue. Uh, no word on the time frame of him being out. But uh, his knee buckled on him during SmackDown um, last week. And uh, Biggie posts on Twitter making mincemeat of my meniscus. Crossbody cooked the cartilage. Bye for a bit. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how long he's going to be out. Meniscus, mm, give or take four to six. Ooh, that. that's rough. Well, it's not the recovery. The recovery's pretty fairly, fairly, uh, fairly short. It's the it's the um, the the rehab because. Um, well, on the, the bright the, side, yeah, it's could, the impact on your knees. On the bright side, he could probably come back to TV sooner than than that, though. Yeah, it, it's not going to be as long as what Bobby Fish because Bobby Fish pretty much shredded his knee. Yeah. Same thing with Seth; they shredded their knee. But and Bobby I mean, was still utilized on TV quite a bit during yeah. that time too. Yeah. So Biggie, well, Biggie could be on TV yeah. within a month or so, I bet. And I, ho- he, I he, hope he, so. He just won't be in a physical capacity for, uh, like you said, four to six. Oh, let's go talk about my uh, coworker, my ex coworker. I mean. Uh, Zachary Madsen, the man who tackled Brett the Hitman Hart during the Hart Foundation, uh, Foundation's induction at the Hall of Fame ceremony, bonded out from the Brooklyn Detention Center on April 10th uh, for the tune of $1,500. Uh, he's been charged with two counts of assault in the third degree, as well as trespassing after hitting the ring, uh, which was used as a stage for the acceptance speeches to tackle Brett Hart and uh, also knocking down Natalia. Assault in the third degree is a misdemeanor, can be punishable up to a year in jail uh, should he be found guilty. Um, that is, I think that's the latest that we have for now. He's, he was slated, he was, he was due to be in court, but I, I've really not heard of anything much else um, since then. Uh, I think there might be one more bit of information. I'm not, yeah. Um Oh, yeah, the case was continued uh, in court until Tuesday, May 28th. So that's why we hadn't heard any. That's why I didn't hear any news when I looked, tried to look it up yesterday. Uh, so that's been pushed back to May 28th. We want information. Uh, the Dark Side of the Ring on Viceland got 154,000 viewers overnight before the Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth documentary. And that's that's more than Impact Wrestling got on Pop. So. I was just going to say that's better than Impact on Pursuit. Uh, I, 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 uh, Amazon was selling the whole season for a buck, so I bought it. I was like, why not? I don't even. Uh, nah. I buy that for a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. Actually, it was hmm. it was free, free, free because uh, I had a I had a Amazon credits, so it was free, 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 free. free, free. Uh, WWE says don't try this at home they also mean school Uh, Gianni Sosa 18 year old was arrested and charged with battery when he tried to hit his principal (laughs) with an RKO man you know how many stunners I gave out in fucking high school 
His his defense is the RKO is a it, it, it requires the assistance of the other person, so he shouldn't have been arrested. I I I think honestly I think it's ridiculous. He was arrested for attempting an RKO. I really the do. Teacher got fucking sensitive and got fucking embarrassed. Probably he yeah, probably got RKO out of nowhere. Fuck no. It, it's it's so it's so it's beyond silly and and and, and ridiculous. It, it's just um, it's nuts. My my friends used to freaking do mankind's running knee into a into a locker in high school all the time. So nobody ever got arrested. Nope. Somebody somebody got slammed down to the floor against the lockers, and they do the running knee into the other person's head. <laughs> Trust me, I remember this very vividly. It was the attitude era. Good, good times. Like I said, you know how many stunners I gave away in, in high school? It's a point proven. I mean, this shit happened all the time back then. Who's going to try to V-trigger their principal now? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, some sad news. Uh, Vampiro announced a couple of days ago that he has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, so some sad news there for the the Lucha legend. Pat McAfee posted a video on his YouTube channel a couple of days ago talking about uh, the WrestleMania broadcast experience, and he said he almost quit after Michael Cole chastised him for wearing tuxedo shorts on the kickoff. Very interesting. Of course, uh... Uh, that wasn't the only one to talk about Michael Cole this week, was it? Ouch. Oh, I'm going to talk about Michael Cole, too. Where? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have that from PWN. So i got to find that. What was that guy's name? It was uh, Rich something, wasn't it? I saw I don't, I don't know the guy's I, honestly, name. Honestly, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know what he's talking about. I just don't remember the name of the guy. I, I must have missed Rich it. Rich so I, I don't. Yeah, something about Michael Cole. Pretty much he... The way he talks to people, he's an like he's a fucking asshole. But then, you when you hear him talk to Vince, he's like, "Yes, sir. No, sir." He's just like very humble. Oh, I got it but, right here. Um, former uh, former NXT announcer uh, Alex Reyes, who was Alex DeBario uh, in NXT. Uh, so I think he was the first ever play-by-play guy on NXT, or one of the early play-by-play guys. I uh, took to Twitter after uh, the story came about out about uh, Cole ripping Pat McAfee. Um, and uh, Reyes took to Twitter. Let me get his tweets out here. Uh, Cole is a straight shooter, but he has a ridiculous and irrationally nonsensical temper. I got yelled at for taking a selfie at the Access set, which is the same live event set for house shows. I got yelled at for being scruffy on a plane to Mania. Even though the announcers flew on the same plane in shorts and a t-shirt when I was in a suit and tie... And I shaved when I got to the hotel before rehearsals. I was yelled at in an announcing training session for saying skin the cat because it was an insider term. We don't use those on broadcast. And when we do, it's gymnastics terminology in wrestling. I was yelled at for buying a Whataburger after a show at Jacksonville. I was yelled at for not doing my new NXT pre-music, uh, pre-show music contest, even though I was told by production uh, to wait until the following week until he had more music in the computer. But I was yelled at for not doing it. I was only yelled at by Cole once, but these are other announcers who had it filtered down to them because of the culture created. They look for the smallest things to criticize, berate, and bully. If they like you, they look the other way. 
If they don't, they find ways to get you in trouble and cause the stigma about you within the company until you're ultimately gone. Cole, I would argue, has hired good talent, is underrated as a play-by-play guy when the reins are taken off and when he wants to be an excellent teacher, but he also has a stupid temper and is fake when it comes to building a real culture of a team and fosters a culture of not trusting. Anyone being constantly afraid of losing your gig at every turn. Anyone and everyone is being constantly afraid of losing their gig at every turn. Uh, There are several uh, other stories from other folks in his circle that have more direct interaction with his temper. This McAfee story does not surprise me at all. Uh, Very interesting. Getting yelled at for not shaving before you get on the plane, you know, because, you know, the world's watching on the plane, right? Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's culture that's directly filtered down from Vince, you know, right? You know, it's, so Cole's just acting like Vince, and, and then whoever's under Cole will act like that, and so on and so on, right? Pretty much. Uh. Yep, and you wonder why everybody's jumping ship. <laughs> Good news for Dakota Kai. She posted on Twitter the other day that she uh, ran for the first time since her knee injury. So uh, she's working on her uh, comeback since tearing her knee up. Uh, Speaking of knees, uh, Nia Jax is going to be out for some time now, maybe the rest of her career, as she has to have surgery on both of her ACLs. Oh, she tore both of them? I don't know, but it uh, it says she's been pushing through pain over the last year and has to have surgery on them both. So I don't know if she necessarily tore them both, but has to have surgery on both of them to relieve the pain. So, Ooh. Yeah. So it's something she's been fighting through. But, yeah, I mean. Brute towel. And she's like 35, so I, you know. Is she that old? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I, that... That's going to be hard to come back from, man. 34. She turns 35 next month. That's going to be hard to come back from. <clears throat> Double ACL. Is that what KO had, though, too? Uh, I'm not sure. Double knee, like kind of double knee surgery? Yeah, he had double knee, but I wasn't sure to what extent. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like she tore her ACLs, but just needs to have surgery on them, so... Uh, a couple days ago at a press conference, UFC President Dana White uh, said that uh, he has not yet spoken to Brock Lesnar and there's no concrete plans for the long-teased fight with Daniel Cormier. Such bullshit. Oh, yeah, you, th- you, you call him bullshit, Matt, huh? Yes, I'm absolutely calling bullshit. Why would he? Why would he? Because this is what, this is what Dana White does. Okay. Uh, WWE has signed a new announcer to the uh, to the full Johnny Laquasto uh, from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is now going to join the WWE, so he can get berated by Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, one uh, in the ongoing Punk CM Punk versus Colt Cabana lawsuit. Uh, Are they still going after it? Shit! I, th- I think it's two out of three falls. Uh, yeah, Colt just won't fucking 
give up and just accept the fact that he's lost this court case. One account, uh, one count against Punk has been dismissed, and uh, Punk responds to these allegations for the first time ever as well. Um, so, um, you know, it's 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 ongoing. So, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 what do you what do you take out of all this? I mean, did, obviously there's there wasn't a basis because if it's getting dropped in court, but I mean, who's the bad guy in this? Uh, to me, to me, honestly, neither are the quote unquote the bad guy. But there was a blow-up misunderstanding, and once again, money mm-hmm. came between a lifelong friendship. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, to me, I just find that utterly disgusting. Yeah. The first four names for the G1 Climax Tournament have been announced. Uh, the tournament happens July 6th in Dallas, Texas. And uh, the first four names, IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kazuchika Okada, IWGP Intercontinental Champion Kota Obushi, Tetsuya Naito, and Jay White. They don't have problems with their visas. <laughs> only, only if you buy a ticket to the Dallas show will there be a problem with the visas. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh, just wait, just wait. Uh, Dasha Fuentes posted on her Instagram after her release from the WWE. I can't thank all you enough for the past five years. It has truly been an honor and a privilege to have been working for the WWE. To all my fans throughout the years and coworkers who have reached out to me, it truly means a lot. Although my journey with the WWE has come to an end, it's just a beginning. I most definitely am not saying goodbye, but I'd rather see you all around. And and uh, Daryl, she graced us with some great Instagram photos, didn't she? She sure as hell did. <laughs> God bless America. Oh my! Hey, remember that little white wedding chapel that Triple H and Stephanie McMahon got uh, got married at? On yes. the, the infamous, uh, infamous episode on Monday Night Raw. It is now for sale for $12 million. You can buy the wedding chapel. Shit, Triple H should just buy it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not. Memories. Uh, Jim Ross has a, a shirt now at Pro Wrestling Tees for AEW. Uh, thank you, Cody. It's called Jim F. and Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I haven't seen the. Uh, I need to go look at it right here, now. I'll send you the elite article. I, I, I'm just no. I'm just going to pro wrestling tees. You don't have to send me. I'll find it. Uh, it has Jim F and Ross in art in an arched uh, font. The AEW logo in the middle. Below that, it says Slobberknocker established 1974. Uh, wow. Of course, this is all from uh, uh, an episode of Road to Double or Nothing when uh, when the interviewer asked Cody why Jim Ross or why why were you so hung up on Jim Ross and. Cody goes, it's Jim fucking Ross. <laughs> so, oh, this month's Pro Wrestling Crate features AEW. Maybe I'll actually buy a Pro Wrestling Crate. I've never bought a crate. I, have. I never have either, but like this one, this month's theme is uh, All Elite Wrestling featuring Kenny Omega, The Bucks, Cody, Kylie Ray, SoCal Uncensored, MJF, Lucha Brothers, and Britt Baker. L- link me to that, please. I, I do it's, want an MJF shirt. It says we have 91 crates left for this month. Link, link me, please. I'll be I buying it Thursday on payday. Right, I am uh, sending it to both of you right now. Yeah, I bought a couple of pro wrestling crates. I've gotten some cool stuff, some cool shirts, and some cool. Yeah, I've never done one before. I think I'm going to do this one for sure. I've, yeah, I've, I've got yeah. some cool stuff. So. I think. Didn't you buy a crate, JB? 
and you opened it, and they gave you like the same shirt you had before. No, that was my uh, my ROH mystery box. Oh, okay. Yeah, they gave never me, mind. They gave me the same Jeff Hardy shirt I had bought from them like a year or two ago. Wow. But I also got a sweet Will Spray Assassin shirt. So cool. In the end, I spent ten bucks and got one good shirt out of it. So, well, I got two good shirts. It's just one's a duplicate. I'm actually wearing right. it. I'm wearing it right now, actually. Nice. Well, it, it says included in the crate, you get two exclusively designed wrestling shirts by Pro Wrestling Tees, one autograph 8x10, one exclusive micro brawler wrestling figure, one exclusive collector's label pen, one DVD and random fun wrestling collectible, and, ten, and a 10% off coupon on every ProWrestlingTees.com order. I'm trying to think of who my 8x10 my eight You always get an 8x10 signed. I'm trying to think. Yeah, of I can't. I can't hate oh, this. John, I, I feel uh, like I gotta go for it. One of my crates. Uh, one of my. I got. I've gotten two pro wrestling crates before, and uh, one of my eight by tens was John Morrison. Of uh, the eight by ten signed. Yeah, it's it's got some cool stuff. Well, I'm glad I went to the website. I was just going to look for the Jim Ross shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy that baby. Uh, big big breaking news today. Actually, the first of two big breaking news is today. Um, two guys have re- uh, asked for the release from the WWE uh, today on uh, Tuesday, April 16th. Luke Harper uh, posted on Twitter, As of this evening, I've requested my release from the WWE. The past six years have been simply amazing journey around the world and back with lifelong friends and family. I'm proud of it all. I'm proud to say I shared the ring with my coworkers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for myself in WWE. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer in person and continue to make my family proud. Thank you from the top to the bottom of the WWE. Thank you, fans, for your undying support. Thank you, everyone. I mean, you guys are going to be on the same page as me. I mean, this guy should have been in the main event picture long ago. Facts. And Yeah, uh, they, they, they dropped the ball with him, man. It's just that simple. And Cody better be picking up that phone. I look if they actually grant him his release, there's no way they don't bring him in. Yep. There's no freaking way. Yep. Uh, Raw this week dropped like a rock. Lost about two. It should dropped quarter million viewers down to two point six six. Shit should have been fucking buried. Yeah. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt. Matt's favorites returning to Impact Wrestling. Mahalbai Shara. Has uh, signed with the company again. The crowd goes silent. Because <laughs> no one gives a flying fuck. What did we call him? Uh, the poor man's Mason Ryan? I don't think I ever called him that. I might have called him that. You might have said it was an insult to Mason Ryan. <laughs> might, that might be an accurate conversation we once had. <laughs> <laughs> uh Shit. Uh, I'm just getting my progressing tea thing set up real quick there. All right, let's t- let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Oh boy! Episode. You know, I don't even want I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to open my puffcorn and listen to Daryl. No, you're gonna talk about it. Well, you're gonna hear me eating puffcorn while while we're doing it then. Uh, live from Montreal, Quebec, episode thirteen fifty. Uh, start off with uh, Stephanie and Shane, you know, because, you know, 
you know, we we're, we're, we're hey, we don't new, have enough McMahon's on our fucking TV. We're in a new era where the McMahon, you know, we're in a new era where there's no authority and and everybody's, you know, and the, and the McMahon's are good guys now. Oh wait, they're not. Uh, vomit. But uh, at least we learned that Miz came over from uh, SmackDown to Raw to attack Shane and uh, beat the hell out of him. Uh, oh, boy. Here we go. So, here we go. We got uh, uh, Ricochet makes his entrance with Alice Black. So they're officially on Raw. Uh, they're, team- they're teaming up with the champions. Right or not. This was this was this automatically started raw off on a dumb note. The because uh, why the, you had the opportunity to split these guys into single stars without having one of them have to turn on the other. Yeah, and you didn't fucking do it. Yeah, like this this already started things out on a sour note, and they were just getting fucking started. Oh, and then we got Ivar and Eric. We're sitting here like marking out. Holy fuck, the War Raiders are here. Uh, wait, they're, they're heels? What, what, why are you bringing them out as heels, Vince? Wait, what, what, the, the, the Viking ex- What the fuck? The Viking experience. What the fuck? Uh, Ivar and Eric from the Viking experience. Now, 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 don't come at me with, like, oh, people will get over the names. Just look at Dolph Ziggler. No. Dolph Ziggler wasn't in NXT for years or ROH for years and succeeded like Rowan Hansen did. So fuck off with your Dolph Ziggler comparisons. This is fucking terrible. Daryl? As you guys, as you guys know, I didn't watch. You know, I just pretty much was doing watching you guys tweet. You learned on the Twitter, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching the games, watching my Sixers, and I literally paused the game to go back and watch that shit. And I didn't watch the whole thing till this morning, but it just irritated me even more. First of all, you bring them in NXT. And you change the name from War Machine to War Raiders. Okay, I get it. Marvel, War Machine. That's fine. It was trademarked, probably. Yeah, that's that's fine. I get it. But it took some it took some getting used to for me to actually start calling the War Raiders. Now I follow Hanson and Rose, Ring of Honor, New Japan. I love those guys. I'm mad to tell you. Like they're my they've been my favorite tag team for a while, even over the Young Bucks. Needless to say, you bring them to NXT, they win the championship. All right, cool. They're going to dominate. That means they have a way, their career is way ahead of them. You bring them on Monday Night Raw in the fucking shakeup, and you call them Evar, Evar, Igor, whatever the fuck, and Eric, and the fucking Viking experience. What is this, a fucking 70s band? Get the fuck out of here, man. Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix cover band. Like, real shit. Like, who does that shit? Why? I'm tired of fucking Vince every goddamn time. Uh, tag team comes from NXT, and we all know since the ascension, uh, 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 mm-hmm. the revival, the void villains. Sanity. Sanity. T- the tag team division. Enzo and Cass. Right. Mm-hmm. The tag team division in NXT has been great over the years since Triple A took over and 
made it NXT what it was. Every fucking tag team that you bring over from fucking NXT, you shit on them. You shit on them like diarrhea style. They're not doing anything. The Revival one out. Enzo and Cass are in, in Ring of Honor getting beat up by the fucking Briscoes. Where the fuck are the Ascension at? At Walmart? Yeah. Uh like, what the fuck? And uh, you know, I was got I got so caught up on uh, on 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 Harper. Uh, 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 Alexander Wolf announced he's leaving the WWE tonight. That's too. another one, man. Fucking AOP, dude. Like well, yeah, AOP got ruined. One. Vince fucks around and watches NXT. Holy one shit! Day. Did you see that Snapchat of Razor? No. Oh my god, dude! Fucking ripped. Holy shit! Dude looks like he's done nothing but work out since he got injured. I'm I'm just I, I'm I'm at all like you gonna shit on you gonna shit on him like I, you're I, gonna I, literally like fuck War Machine I, I'm not calling the Viking experience I don't no I'm not either that. I'm not doing that like yeah, literally remember, Vince, remember when it took me so long to call to call Fandango and Breeze Breezango yeah uh, right I came it's, along I came around eventually yeah I'm not coming around on this. It's like you you watch one takeover, whether it be the takeover from the Rumble or WrestleMania. You see a hot tag team, and Vince just started beating his little wrinkled ass dick to him. Oh, let's bring him up. Get the fuck out of here, just yeah, to yeah. get one fuck. Yeah. And then Michael Cole. I don't know if you guys even noticed it. And this is what I was touching on Michael Cole. Soon as they come out, this slapstick fucks around and say, "Oh, this is a fitting name because they live the Viking lifestyle." Shut the fuck up. He's yeah. a fucking he's a fucking sellout. They posted on Twitter. Uh, if you saw if you saw Hanson's post on Twitter, it might have been real. I can't remember which one posted. Uh, it was Hanson. They weren't. They were less than thrilled. Did, well, they didn't come out and say it, but you could tell by the way they were the way they wrote it. Yep. That it was with as little as a little of, period, of period, enthusiasm period. as possible. Oh, they're just being hills. No, they're not happy. Uh, no, they're not being hills. Get the fuck out of here! Like, um, stop that shit. I tell Stop you what, it. Matt, Matt, uh, the crowd was hot early on, right? The crowd was fucking hot. The crowd was hot when Miz came out, right? Uh, how dead were they when uh, when when uh, Hanson and Rowe got the pin? Dead. You had half the crowd who didn't know who the fuck they were, and the other half were pissed off because you called them the fucking Viking experience. They were They were popping when they came out. And I would have even look. I would look as much as I hate the Viking experience. I would have accepted the name as long as they were still Hanson and Rowe. Right. And that the, the change in the names of the characters yeah. irked me more than the name change of the tag team because if like I know a lot of people are whining online and deal the issues they had war in the name like. I, which to me, I don't fucking get because they call they call Ember Moon the War Goddess, yeah, it's, and nobody bats a fucking eye. It's bullshit. Um, it's bullshit. Yeah. That's a bullshit so, excuse. It's just somebody trying to look. Commit. Look, it's even just, if that it's was just a the WWE, excuse, it's just why a w- they've just called them the Viking Raiders. It's just a WWE apologist trying to come up with something. It, it's bullshit. So, like, I'm just saying, like, what, like if that's the case, why couldn't they have just called them the Viking Raiders? Mm-hmm. And you know, and that and that would have just I would have been okay like, with that. that. Fine, but like. 
when they changed their actual names of their characters after spending a year and a half in NXT yeah. and a really long time before that. And the fact they got to come in and keep their fucking names yeah. and all of a sudden now they're on the main roster and they change. Yeah. Why even have NXT as an actual developmental brand for your company yeah. when you're going to change everything that makes these characters special when you finally fucking bring them up? Absolutely. You know, and it, the sad it, part is you signed you, you, and it had Vince written all over it. Oh, like, it's all Vince. Like, think about it. Can you imagine us as wrestling fans? We're 11, 12, maybe even anywhere between 8 and 12 years old. That's some shit we see when we were younger. Fucking, they, they, they didn't turn the War Raiders into the fucking Berserker. What's, yep. what's, what's? The fucking Berserker. Pretty much. Yeah, who, I'm sure that's who, exactly what Vince thought of when he saw him. I mean, I understand certain gimmicks, but gimmicks have died down. Gimmicks are more based off your personality and what you do. We got yeah. screwed. We got you know how we got screwed. Vince saw Takeover wrestling yeah. weekend because he was in. He, he saw was, the entrance around, and he saw the he saw the War Raiders entrance, and we got fucked. Yeah. And that's what happened. He's seen nothing else about these characters other than he saw their entrance at NXT TakeOver, and it fucked us. Vince, do me a favor. If you're listening, you little wrinkle-faced bitch, stop watching TakeOver. Let us watch it. Leave it for us. Let Triple H bring them up when they want to, or just keep them down in fucking NXT. Because I guarantee you're going to fuck it up like you fuck every goddamn other thing up. And Matt, you might be right. I mean, you know... You know, deep down, it might have been the fact that they changed it from Hanson and Rowe, even though, I mean, my public my public anger was just overall and everything and, and just how stupid the Viking experience name is. But, yeah, deep down, it, it, you know, my anger might have stemmed from the fact that they ta- they changed away from Hanson and Rowe. That, that was that was my main set off. But that's point. the biggest thing. If you just let it has to be you have to keep some type of originality to these guys. Yeah. So that way, you know, it, it takes nothing from who they were prior to coming to the main roster. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen such a backlash online like I had for this. Because because people true wrestling, diehard wrestling fan, not just WWE loyalists. Diehard wrestling fans have followed these guys from Ring of Honor to New Japan to NXT to the main there, roster. There's, there's a joint. That's why there's a joint down in Florida called the Viking Experience, and they were inundated with voicemails and emails uh, bitching about this, which is. And they posted. I'm, on I'm hoping, I bet you their fans are probably hoping that they will attempt to sue WWE for the trademark. Yeah. Cease and desist, bitches. I don't think it's called the Viking. Like their their Twitter name is not Viking Experience. I think they have maybe their thing is called the viking experience but their company is not called the viking experience so i don't know you know what i would you know what i would have even i would have even been i wouldn't have been as mad if they used to if they did what they did with the legion of doom remember how the legion remember how in wcw the legion of doom were the road warriors but they also were called the legion of doom as well yeah you could have done that yeah well look when the road warriors became the legion of doom they were still hawking animal yeah. right even when it was LOD 2000. <laughs> Good God. Uh, this fucking company. Uh, rest in peace, 205 Live. Cedric Alexander is yeah. going to uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, Buddy Murphy. And anybody that, that, like, dude, I got a lot of heat for that on Monday. When they announced Alexander was going to Raw, and I said, rest in peace, 205 Live, and everybody jumped on me. 
I did it again tonight after the Buddy Murphy announcement, and everybody didn't say a damn word. Nope. Oh, I'll tell you this, though. You know what? In, 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 in Cedric's defense, I will say this. It might work out well for him because, you remember, his natural weight wasn't at 205. He had to lose, like, 30 to 40 pounds to be Oh, no, I'm not alive. saying this is going to be a bad thing for Alexander or Murphy. I just think you – Especially Murphy. You've lost right. Al- Ali Murphy and – and Alexander, to me, you're just saying that um, it's done. That two, comp- 205 Live is done. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't think, no. I don't, dude, you know what might happen with the fucking, uh, with the fucking, uh, with, with the US, the Intercontinental title, both on SmackDown at the moment. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they just canceled 205 Live and moved the Cruiserweight title to Raw. Yeah, but didn't you say Joe should have been on Raw if he wasn't sick? Yeah, but they they posted up the final moves tonight on WWE.com that listed uh, all the names, and Joe's not on it. Oh. Nope. So, I... Unless they end up saying they traded Lars to SmackDown for Samoa Joe, like, I don't even know how the fuck they're going to explain it. They can. You got two two belts that can float between SmackDown and Raw with Becky. That's why. I almost think think that belts should just float anyways. Actually, I would like that a lot more if all the titles floated. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think it would keep. I think it would th- keep things a lot more fresh than they are now. It would. Uh, Balor came out, and our first, uh, uh, our next surprise was uh, Andrade with uh, Zelina Vegas. So that means uh, Zelina and her new husband Alistair Black get to uh, travel the roads together. So that's good. Uh, unfortunately for Andrade, he won't get to travel the roads with his girlfriend Charlotte Flair, like we all thought was going to happen. Um, maybe Vince doesn't approve of that one. Uh, I'm honest. I'm very surprised because that's especially, uh, the, especially the poll that's, that, with the poll that Charlotte has. And Charlotte could Charlotte should have been able to dominate what's left of the Raw Women's Brand r- roster right now. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's not going to be on it is very yeah, shocking. That's the, yeah, me. that's the only couple that that they, that they didn't bring together because you sure brought the Usos with Naomi. I thought they're gonna bring. You know, I thought they're gonna. Combine uh, Usos with the cousins with Roman, but then they they ship Roman out, and then buddies with Alexa again. Uh, Andrade beat ba- uh, uh, beat Balor after eleven minutes. Really good match between the two. No surprise there with a couple of great competitors. Um, so we figured, oh, here's our here's our Intercontinental Title feud. But uh, we, we learned later on that the Intercontinental Title is moving brands. Which I didn't think for I didn't think for one second that it was the feud. I thought it was Balor's exit from Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So I mean that didn't. Well, that Bal- did not Balor me one Bal- bit. Balor was wearing blue on Monday, so. And I, you know what? I'll be perfectly honest. I don't even know if we would have seen Balor on Monday if Joe would have been healthy. Good point. Good point. Uh, Elias is in the ring. Talking about the Undertaker, and uh, he gets interrupted by Rey Mysterio. Oh yeah! I'm like, eh. I'm like, eh. eh. Just and it, JB. I'm just eh. Just gonna and. There could have been a lot more interruptions for Elias that would have been better, but. But Lars Sullivan came out and killed Ray, so. Ray got some offense in a little bit. Uh, it, it, well, that sequence between Ray and Lars was great, didn't you think? I thought it was. I thought I thought it was well done. Yeah, uh, and uh, there's Lars still... can work. It. Lars can work if they hey. want to let him work. Hey, I said on the show last week. I don't get. I, I see a lot of hate and meh on Lars Sullivan, and I don't get it. I I thoroughly. What's, what's the hate for? Uh, boring, typical Vince guy, and it's not. I mean, this guy's like a you know. If you listen to his promos in NXT, but, oh, of course Vince may not let him talk. 
So that's a, there's a problem right there. He cuts good cerebral promos on NXT. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if Vince lets him talk. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I mean, he didn't let Braun talk when when Braun first got by himself either. And how many times is him? If he goes to Raw, how many times are him and Braun gonna fight? <laughs> a million. I, I got a feeling if he goes to SmackDown, it's gonna be him and Roman. I think it's gonna be. I think he's going to Raw. But they so, even, they even said he was on Raw last night. And then, but yeah, but tonight, they, but then but tonight, tonight they, they said, said he was on SmackDown. No, tonight no, they, they said they didn't know. Tonight they, they didn't said he's know where he was going. Yeah, tonight but they, they put him on the SmackDown graphic. He was in the center of it. Oh, was he? Oh, they did. Well, yeah, but they, they said something different tonight. They mentioned he was a he's a free agent tonight. Is what they said. Yep. Yeah, but they no. They said let's take a look at all the new people that have come over. This is right after the big women segment. But the, the and announcer fucking Sullivan really? was sitting right in the middle of it. Fucking the, the fucking announcers or the fucking creative does not know their dick from their ass right now because they said uh, Graves or Tom said on on the live broadcast yep. that they don't know where he's at right now. Yeah, that's a free what I, I heard. That's the exact same thing. Or uh, Sullivan is listed. On the WWE.com is being moved to SmackDown Live. The uh, the next surprise is that uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode are being renamed the Usos. Wow, <laughs> that was a nice botch by somebody in the truck. I bet they got a nice ass chewing. Uh, so yeah, that ruined the surprise that the Usos have moved to Raw. Uh, the Usos took care of Roode and Gable pretty quickly there. Um, a moment of bliss with Sami Zayn. That was pretty fun, wasn't it, Sami? Uh, playing his music over and over and him kind of trolling the Montreal crowd. I loved it. You guys? That was hilarious. Uh, I think the whole point of the segment was for them to keep doing it until the crowd got tired. And they never did, and, did they? <laughs> and stopped, and then Sammy was going to cut a promo on them for dying down, mm-hmm. and they never stopped. And they had to, you know, just win it from there. I really think that was the whole idea. And they did it. They still did a good job with the segment. And uh, uh, was Bliss cut? Was Bliss playing the baby face of this thing? Did you kind of notice that? Mm-hmm. That was a little odd, too. Uh, I don't know where they're going with Bliss here on that, but that's interesting. Uh, Bailey, no, no Sasha this week on Raw, so Bailey comes out with her new partner, Naomi, uh, as uh, she gets to join her husband, Jimmy, on, on Raw. Uh, they, they, I don't like that they beat the Iconics in two minutes, though, guys. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't What's like an it. Iconic? Uh, Braun Strowman kills EC3. I didn't like that either. I did. Why? EC3 deserves better than this. I like when Braun kills anything. Yeah, but EC3 deserves better. Yeah, but I, I didn't want it to be... I didn't want it to be EC3. As I, frustrated I just, as I was yesterday, Braun could have beat the shit out of a wall and I would have got excited. And look, and look, it's fun to watch Braun kill people. I'm not I'm not saying it's not. But I was, I was very you know, disheartened to see... You know, they're still treating poor EC3 like garbage. Um, someone tweeted me a couple minutes ago that said, Sean Ross Sapp said that Joe was supposed to do the EC3 spot last night, but was but was sick enough to not be functional. 
I don't know if that means Joe is supposed to get killed by Braun or Joe is supposed to kill EC3. I'm trying to get um so, I'm trying well, based to get off word last back and forth. So hmm. uh, yeah, based off last week it might have been the EC3 spot. Huh. Yeah, that would that would be brutal. I damn, that would really in, in that case that was a shining Shining beacon of hope for Samoa Joe that he was sick if he was going to come out and get crashed. If he was going to get killed by Braun there, that would have been awful. No shit. Um, yeah, hey, Ethan, I, what you doing? You want to feel like you feel like getting thrown through a damn table? Probably said, oh, look, if it gets me on fucking TV, let's do it. Sure. John Ross Sapp, definitely a, a, one of those up-and-coming great oh, he's one of the He's one of the best in the business right now. Yeah, I like this guy. Um, he he's right behind Mike Johnson for me. For if if he's saying something, I I trust it. Uh, where are we in this shit show? Oh, oh, oh one good moment in row when Becky Lynch was staring down Braun Strowman. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Becky Lynch took on Ruby Riot. Went about five minutes. Um. Next up is uh, Natalia. She makes her entrance, talking about how uh, she does. She, you know, talking about how you know Becky was underappreciated, and whatnot, and so is Natalia. So Natalia deserves a shot at the title. Out comes Lacey Evans. This was probably the best segment of the night. Uh, really, I, I thought Lacey's promo was good. I thought it was awful. Man, I liked it. Because they, they they essentially implied that Lacey Evans was getting this opportunity because she slept her way up the company. Hey, pal. I did not look. Hey, pal. That's not the kind of way that they should be portraying th- their women's division. Yeah, she's a heel, I though. Didn't like, I didn't like that at all. It's kayfabe. It's a heel. I, 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 well, I I'm, I'm not talking I about... I'm talking about uh, what it was. I'm talking about her promo. I thought her promo... I thought her delivery, at least, her promo... She cut a good promo. We'll let Daryl be the tiebreaker here. Dog shit. Thank Ooh. you. Well, Daryl, that's going to be Daryl's answer to everything on Raw. So, mm-hmm. um, ah, he liked he liked Braun killing. Well, that's because that's, that's destruction and killing, and that's what he feels like right now. That's what Daryl feels like right now. Uh, Lacey Evans <laughs> beat Natalia, so she will now get the number one contendership uh, for the Raw women's title that's held by Becky Two Belts. Uh, a new video from Bray aired with some creepy stuff. Dollhouses and, and uh, puppets. Sock puppets. Sister <laughs> Abigail confirmed. How? I, I don't know. If Vince... Okay. Dude, there's no way they did that vignette if they're not planning on burning in an Abigail. If, if Vince was... Okay, let's, let's let's go into a universe we wish we were in and Vince, Vince wasn't around. How, would it, how good would it have been if, if we had Paige as Abigail? I don't like it. How about, uh, yeah, I how about wouldn't Maisie? have liked it either. About, like, look, if if that would have been her debut, yeah, I mean that's one thing. Yeah, but no, don't but, like after there. all after all her history that we have her under now, I would not have liked that at all. How about Mika? Who Mika? Oh, Bray, Bray, Bray um, yeah, sister. Well, I, I've actually been in favor of that for a long time. I think honestly, uh, I think that's who was going to be. I think that would be a great pick. Nobody in it. Look, she's fresh to the WWE universe. It's a character that a majority of that um, fan base has never seen before. 
that would work out very well, to be perfectly honest. And, I, I, and it's his legitimate sisters, so yeah. you know, it it's works. not that much of a stretch. I, you know, I might be in the minority, but I'm I'm liking these vignettes. I, I like these. I like these things. To me, they're funny. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they're supposed to be funny, <laughs> but to me, they make me laugh. And I know that I, I don't think that's supposed to be the desired effect. Uh, main event of the evening was uh, the uh, the the heel trio. We could care less about Corbin. McIntyre and Lashley taking on Styles, Reigns, and uh, Rollins. Styles being the su- surprise guy. For a minute there, I thought they were going to swerve us and make it Dean Ambrose, and he's saying, I am coming back. Uh, but then, of course, there's that WWE special for his goodbye on Sunday. So, uh, Were you surprised with Styles? Nope. No, because they didn't get anybody else good throughout the night. I figured they had to get Styles at the end. Happy like with, I really happy, don't happy think, dude. I I truly feel beyond Styles. Like you can make the argument for Miz, but I feel Miz was a must move. Yeah. With Miz and Mrs. being on USA, obviously yeah. USA yeah. wants yeah. the Miz yeah. on their cable network. So it's like Miz was a no brainer. Beyond Miz, the only person that was worth uh, worth anything that got moved was was AJ. Well, thankfully, like honestly, like SmackDown Live roster right like honest to god dude seriously i'm not even fucking kidding besides aj styles and you know and you got like like besides like styles and rollins and and whatever i don't really have any reason to watch monday night raw anymore they got the usos and they they locked down ricochet and they locked down ricochet and alistair black I'm really worried about Daniel Bryan, by the way. Why? Because they sent him home on Monday due to an apparent injury after WrestleMania. We haven't heard him mentioned since. Mm. He wasn't. In, he wasn't mentioned on the shakeup. He wasn't on any show in the last two weeks. I'm a little worried about Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> I just want to. I just want to point that out for the record. No one's talking about it, but I'm a little worried about Daniel Bryan. I'm really hoping he didn't get a concussion in that match with Kofi. I'm really, really hoping. Good guys got the win after 13 minutes. AJ with a phenomenal forearm. He is okay after the injury he suffered at WrestleMania there. So uh, uh, there we go. On to SmackDown Live, also in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Kevin Owens makes his uh, way to the ring. It's time. He's got a, he's got a shirt and tie on. Literally a t-shirt and tie. It's time for the Kevin Owens show. And it's uh, time to uh, bring his guests in. Two-thirds of the New Day, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. And um, they talk about, of course, uh, Kofi's achievement of of getting the WWE Championship. And they mentioned how Kofi and Xavier... Or Kofi... Yeah, Kofi and Xavier had a match against Rusev and Nakamura later on tonight. And uh, KO has suggested his services to be Biggie's replacement for some backup and they accepted. He is now known as the Big O. And uh and uh I love it so much. It, the Big O. It was fucking hilarious him doing the gyrations uh it, wearing the way too tight shirt. Uh, they they found a better fitting shirt later on, but uh uh, he is now uh, the unicorn horn. He is now an honorary member of the New Day, and we all thought we all thought it. We all thought he'll turn right. 
We all, I, dude, I was, dude, I was set for it all night. I'm like, they're going to end this with KO turning on Kofi, and they didn't do it. I still feel we're going to get it, but they could actually stretch this out for a bit. They don't need to rush right into KO and Kofi. Yeah, they right. can do, they could do a feud with Cesaro. Oh, they could do. Oh, I want, what, I want, you know, oh, I want Kofi Cesaro. I'm just saying, like, Ko, look, Kofi could fight Nakamura. Kofi Ooh. could fight. Rusev, Ooh. there's a, a bunch of people Kofi can fight, and then when Big E comes back, KO can start feeling like he's the fourth wheel yeah. of the New Day because no Big E's needed. back, and now he's doing everything that he was doing, yeah. and that's when you turn KO and you go KO and Kofi at SummerSlam. Ooh, yeah, like yeah, they can, yeah. they can, they like can it. stretch this out. It doesn't need to be done immediately. Uh, and also, uh, Xavier, he'd been he's been publicly mentioning this on Twitter. And he publicly mentioned it on the microphone that he demands Tyler Breeze on SmackDown because all of his up, up, down crew has gone over to Raw. Sadly, he didn't get it uh, yet because they're still they booked him. They uh, well, they, uh, I hear that they're still going to be announcing moves throughout the week. So I have not heard that. Where did you hear that? I I heard that somewhere. I get, I don't know my exact source right now. Ooh, ooh. <clears throat> um, ooh. I know it wasn't Justin Barrasso, so at least you can know that it wasn't from me. All right, well, if it wasn't Barrasso, maybe it's credible. Yeah, so uh, in the back, Cesaro stops by, and and no Seamus. I don't know where Seamus was tonight. It's a shameful thing, lobster head. Uh, It's a shameful thing. Cesaro stops by and goes, hey, uh, well, there's three of them. Well, now there's three of us. And uh, that that, that smells like a six-man tag match, playa. Holla, holla, holla. Uh, our first surprise of the evening. How about it? Finn Balor to SmackDown Live. We've been calling it for it for a couple of years, right? Finally fucking happened. And finally fucking so happened. So happy for Finn. And not only, that, so not, only Finn. That, not only that, the IC title comes to SmackDown, which makes me happy too. And uh, he takes on Ali in his first SmackDown Live match uh, since moving over. And that was a hell of a match, wasn't it, guys? Good. Good, yeah. Ali, man. Ali, I, I tell you what, man. I, I, I've Ali s- single-handedly ruined two hundred five live. He did <laughs> by leaving. <laughs> he said he came over. He got so many eyeballs on him. And the WWE creative team was like, "Oh, maybe the two hundred five live thing isn't so bad after all. Let's start watching to see who we can pluck next." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Literally, Mustafa Ali single-handedly ruined two hundred five live. You know, and I've said it before. Uh, to, uh, you know, uh, Ali is—he kind of reminds me a lot of Seth Rollins in, in style and, and ability. And I have a lot of faith in Ali going down the line. And I think WWE is too—they keep putting him in these big spots. And uh, uh, a hell of a match with Balor. And I think uh, Corey Graves said it. We hope we get more of this down the line between these two. Uh, and then, of course, a, sign, a show of respect between the two gentlemen afterwards as well. <laughs> Uh, we we got uh, Xavier and Kofi in the back, and uh, they ask Big O if he's ready for his initiation. He has to eat all these pancakes and beat Biggie's time. And uh, B- Big O says he's never eaten a pancake in his life, and these are cold. <laughs> but I'm not, I, dude. I ain't eating a cold pancake. I'm can, just, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not doing it. But, I like my pancakes, but I need butter, I need syrup, and they can't be fucking cold. But they uh, they convinced Big O it's for the team, so here we go. Uh, R-Truth and Carmella come out to the ring as Carmella takes on Charlotte Flair. A decent little match that uh, ends with a tap out. Charlotte Flair wins. 
as our truth is checking on Carmella. Oh boy, Lars Sullivan's music hits. Get the fuck out of there, Truth. Uh, he he didn't get the fuck out, did he? He did not. Nope. Uh, he got crushed. He got crushed. It did. Becky Two Belts comes out talking about uh, how how you know she's the man, and uh, Ember Moon comes out. Welcome Ember Moon to SmackDown Live, and uh, then Bailey comes out. Yeah, that that was my biggest <laughs> surprise of the night, dude. They are dude. They are bending Sasha Banks over and fucking her right now. And uh, Bailey, they are yeah, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. Puni- and, they are punishing the hell out of her for going home right now. And 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 what did Bailey say? I'm on SmackDown as a singles competitor. Yeah, they uh. seriously, they like if I'm Sasha and I'm sitting at home and I watch that, I'm like, I ain't, I ain't fucking going back. I'm Fuck going, y'all. I'm going elite. E- e- elite. Uh, sit, sit home like Neville, girl. You sit home like Neville. Write it. out that deal and get the fuck out. Do it, girl. Yep. Do it, girl. Bring McKazzy with you. Uh, Iconics come out, your tag champs. Billy goes, I thought I heard two belts. We got two We got two belts. Remember Bailey, they got zero belts. Uh, we Our two belts are better than Becky's because they are... Iconic! Iconic! Paige's music hits. I completely had forgotten Paige had this announcement, and so I got I excited. Did. I was wait- I was waiting for it. I-, I forgot about it, so I got excited. I'm like, oh yes, Paige has this. And she goes, uh, I- "What the fuck was that?" I don't know. Me, be- um. me-, me being giddy. Uh, Paige says uh, she's believed in these two ladies uh, for a long time, and Mandy Rose's music hits. Oh, uh, making you think absolutely. Dude, Paige's reaction was fucking. Uh, uh, um, when Mandy's music hit, Paige's reaction was amazing. Really, bitch? <laughs> so good. Really? Really? So good. I loved it. Paige says, uh, it. Paige says I'm not here to re- represent those women. I'm here to represent two revolutionary women, the next tag champions, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. I, yeah, I I'm not as angry. I'm not happy about this. Yeah, I, I'm. I feel really bad for Io, Io man. I really do. They should have kept the Sky Pirates together and called. Them. Yeah, I really liked that tag team. And look, if they wanted to do a New Day like stable and put Oscar in the mix, that's fine. Yeah. But leaving leaving her alone in NXT now, I uh, just not feeling it. So that led kinda, to kind of disappointing. That led to yet another eight eight person tag match with uh, the good girls getting the win after the insane elbow by Kyrie Sane, which I, I love that move. That move is so sweet. Um, sweet. Matt and Jeff Ooh. cut a promo talking about uh, what Lars did to them last week, but hey, they got something else: tag titles, and they are the greatest tag team of space and time. Wonderful, yes. So it's like it's like Matt's combining version one and broken Matt, and it's it's weird. It's like he's using broken Matt verbiage, but using version one promo, right? Is, am I saying that? He's right? the multifarious Matt Hardy now. Yep. Somebody throw Matt in the lake at reincarnation so we can get broken Matt back. <laughs> How great was it that we got our wish and Big O does the New Day introduction? It was awesome. It, it, awesome. T- it took him a minute to get it right, but he, he found it in his gut. And he cut it. Uh, that was good. Well, he did a good job, didn't he? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was wonderful. Uh, the new, the new, new day. Do we call him the new, new day? 
Now. The new new day oh. take the new new day take on League of Legends. I said 2. no, damn it. The new new day take on the League of Legends 2.0. I hate you. Or the, 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 League the League of, of Nations. Le- the League of Legends. What League the fuck Nations. is that? The League of Nations. <laughs> Apparently, JB is too busy playing mobile games. Yeah, no, actually, that's a PC game. Uh, I don't fucking know what it is. What was that shitty stable? The League of Nations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Rusev. Was Rusev in that? Yep. Cesaro, or not Cesaro, but uh, she- uh, Sheamus was in that. Wade mm-hmm. Barrett. And uh, Alberto Del Rio! Uh, Kofi hits trouble in paradise. KO hits a stunner. No heel turn. We're happy about that as the, uh, the New Day get the win. Big O. Can we get a, can we get new merch with with Big O on this shirt? How Depends great. on how long they want this to go, I guess. Never turn the never turn him heel. Let's make it a four man stable after this. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know. Vince McMahon comes out. He has a big announcement to make. We all thought it was Roman Reigns, uh, but then I was bracing myself for something not massive, and it was Elias. I love Elias, but. So we should have known better with Vince. But then Roman Reigns comes out and beats up Elias. And then the moment of Superstar Shake-Up Week, Matt will agree, Roman Reigns, Superman, punching Vince. Damn fucking right. You guys agree? Loved it. I got to watch that on repeat forever. I want that as a GIF. Send me that GIF. I want to save that to my phone and use it over and over and over again. Roman says, I don't care what Elias says. SmackDown is his yard now. I, I like Roman going to SmackDown. Um, I think it's I, good for Fox. Yeah, that's why it was done. I mean, let's let's not even kid ourselves. We know why it was done. Uh, it, it plus SmackDown's the A show, right? To to me, it always has been. So, well, has anybody else asked for their release before we uh, we end the show? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Oh my god! What a what? That was a weird day. Uh, WWE fucking exhausted me this week. Not this week. These two days, like to the point where I almost didn't want to record tonight. They didn't. I like I said, I enjoyed SmackDown, but maybe it was just because the Raw beat me down so bad. It was that I just had zero expectations <laughs> for the show tonight. It I, was. I don't know. Still underwhelming. I, I I really liked SmackDown. It was still underwhelming. And it still had what the fuck moments like Oscar and Kyrie. Um, it was yeah, but compared to the Viking experience, I, I will take that. Can, can we never say that name on the show ever again? Yeah, I thought we weren't going to say that name on the show. I'm going to call him Hanson and Row every time. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, no, I'll call him Hanson and Row. Yeah. You know that. That's I told you. That's where my main from this day forward. Was. The. I'm not even going to say it. They'll be known as Hanson and Rowe and lost in the mid-card. Yep. Should just call it War Machine out of just utter... <laughs> oh, did you see... Hey, hey, did, hey, you guys, did you guys see that. Bully Ray's tweet? What did he say? Oh, let me get it. Did he tweet tonight? No. Uh, it, it was either today or last night. About Hanson and Rowe. But God, he tweets and retweets a lot, so sometimes it takes a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't say it. Oh, it was a good tweet. Well, I'm sure it was. He's not an idiot. 
one of the smartest minds in the business right now. That's why Ring of Honor is actually taking steps to the positive right now. And their diehard fans might be resisting it, but Bully Ray knows what ROH needs to do to fucking survive. All right, this is not the tweet I'm talking about, but this is funny. Uh, promoting Busted Open Radio. Here we go, fellow Vikings. Grab your horns and grog, and let's talk about the Raw experience. <laughs> oh, my. That's not the, the, the tweet I was talking about, though. Ah! Oh, good debut. Oh. Good debut and win for, all caps, WAR MACHINE. Hashtag raw at busted open radio. Yep. I'm just they will they will always be war machine the bank. Always be war machine. Oh, here we go. Another one from Bully. In my opinion, what's the point of bringing up EC3 only to destroy him from day one on the main roster? Should have left him to thrive on NXT until the right time. Yep. Dummy. Yeah. Preaching to the masses, brother. Word. I got a front row seat to his to his uh to his speaking engagement. Who? It's a figure of speech. Oh, I thought, I thought it was something I didn't know about. No, I, I, I wish. <laughs> well, I guess my front row seat could be the fact that I listen to Busted Open Radio every day. There you go. Love that show. Love it, love it, love it. Hmm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this edition of Lost to the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost in the Midcard and hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. But next week we'll be coming at you on Thursday, so you'll see that notification pop up on Thursday for next week. You can also subscribe to us on the YouTube. The links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the midcard. Go to the pinned post there or go to our pinned tweet on Twitter at LITMC Podcast where we also share uh, a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world because everybody on there is entertaining. Daryl's on the Twitter at no one like D. Matt is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Give us all a follow. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what you think of Vince. And so we can agree with you if it's bad. And before we ride off into the sunset, Daryl, what are your final thoughts? Vince can kiss my ass. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. Matt, what are Matt? What are your final thoughts? Um, I have a gigantic article coming out on Fanside within the next week that I'm working on. The top thirty greatest entrances in pro wrestling history. It's a lot of work, really hard to take it down to 30, really hard to put the order together, but I'm happy with my list. I think it's solid. Did, did, it's coming to you soon. I, I highly did, did, ask what? all of you to go take and uh, give that sucker a read when that goes live within probably sometime within the next week. Did, did Rob, Rob Conway make it? No. Damn it. He did not make it. <laughs> Like I said a little bit ago, this is an exhausting two days for me. I almost did not want to record today, but uh, I, I felt a little better and, and jumped on. And, 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 and I wasn't as angry as I thought I would be. So maybe just talk, maybe talking about AEW and headlines maybe took the anger out of me for a while because it was WWE fucking exhausted me with the Superstar shakeup. It was not a good two days. 
AEW. AEW. Tuesday night dynamite cannot come soon enough. Uh you know, SmackDown is promising though. Women's division loaded. Uh you know, um SmackDown looks to still be the A show going forward. It, you know. SmackDown's definitely gonna be must see TV when that shit moves to Fox. Yeah. So uh you know, it, it's gonna be fun. Uh with the shake up, it's gonna be fun, but the delivery this week was piss poor at best. And uh a lot of that's thanks to Vince. So uh, hopefully people listen, and maybe we get uh, uh, Hanson and Roe back next week, but I fucking highly doubt it. For Daryl Bullock, Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in the Midcard. We'll be back at you next Thursday.